metal slacker is the very best podcast in the world. Hello and welcome to Full Metal Slacker, the official podcast for the bracket-style tournaments about movie and TV-related topics hosted by the Slack community of the Filmcast podcast. This is our second episode of the 1950s Slacket, the first uh, yeah, results of the first round. And I am once again joined by my co-host Paula and our producer slash 1950s expert Jason. Welcome. Hmm. Hello. Hello, channeling Alex as much as possible, even though he uh, would prefer to keep his uh, input in written form. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this week we're going to discuss the results of the first round of voting, which had, as usual in our slackets with 96 entries, only uh, two thirds of the field going up against each other. The Top 32 seats got a buy in the first round. But before we get to that, we have our normal topics, including our Slacket Duty segment. And before we get to that, we have our brand new topic for this 1950s Slacket, as we announced last time, which is our mini Slacket Film Club, where we are discussing one movie of the week each week. And this week's movie is Anatomy of a Murder. So, did um, you all get around to watching it? <laughs> or at yes. least Paula, I guess, Jason, I don't know, you probably watched it before, right? I saw it on the plane to somewhere a few months ago, so not, not, not that long ago. And yeah, I watched Saturday morning. We did not discuss this at all, so let's discuss it now. Are we going to spoil it? <laughs> I no. think so. No. No? No. no. Okay, no spoilers. <laughs> But we can spoil the premise, right? We will spoil the premise and like discuss a lot of plot details, and then maybe not. Oh, this is gonna be hard. That's I'll, true. Not, That's we'll, true. Tr we'll try not to spoil everything, but we might. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, no, that's, no, what, that's what the slack loves no. is a is a we, very if, unclear spoiler no. warning. <laughs> if okay. I'll do it again. If we accidentally spoil something, Jason will edit it out in post, so you will not hear it. Correct. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll get on the bleep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I liked it. Hey. Did you like it? Yes, I thought it was great. Yeah, it's it's crazy because it's like two hours and a half, but it really goes by really quickly. Um, it's very I, engaging. Have Have you seen the poster? Um, the like the orange and red poster yes. with like the the guy you know like the looks like a chalk drawing almost you know mm -hmm. uh, I I love it I wonder if it's like a Saul Bass poster or something it, it's so cool it does have that look yes yeah. <laughs> it's also yeah. even in the movie right the titles when they come up maybe I yeah. mentioned that part I don't know I think I, I maybe I think it right. was in the movie yeah, yeah. good yeah. podcast content. <laughs> <laughs> yes this is all in our patreon only video feed where you can see it <laughs> so um should we can do a small summary right so just for the people who are listening who haven't gotten around to seeing it so they don't yeah. aren't totally lost so 
of course, I also have not prepared this, but basically, Jimmy Stewart plays a lawyer, an ex-DA, uh, I think, but he changed sides and is now a defense attorney, and wait, DA, isn't it? No, DA is a district attorney. I'm getting district, confused yeah. with my... I watched all of The Good Wife. I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter Flurig was the DA. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he, he was a former DA, though. You're yeah. Right. Okay. Well, then he then he becomes a DA during. Oh, sorry, you're talking about Jimmy Stewart, not about Peter Flurick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But like Peter Flurick, Jimmy Stewart is an ex DA. Yeah. But unlike uh, Peter Flurick, he lives together with an elderly gentleman who is uh, his uh, best friend and also a lawyer, but not a very successful one. And together okay, they, great. yeah, <laughs> together they get roped into this case where a soldier is on trial for killing a man who presumably uh, raped his wife. Yeah. And yeah, basically that's where the movie starts off. And it's clear that he did it, so that he killed the guy. He admits, admits as much, but now he's looking for a defense. And basically, I don't think this is a spoiler giving this away, but basically Jimmy Stewart... Uh, convinces him even though he can like outright tell him to do him that his only defense is to plead a uh, temporary insanity mm -hmm. because there is no other good reason to kill a guy at least not in the state they're in which was yeah. called different right like impulse something uh, yes yeah something impulse. about uncontrollable impulse i don't know yeah i think that was it yeah yeah and yeah so so basically it's pretty clear from the beginning that for what he's accused of, he should be going to jail, but maybe with enough lawyering, he can get out of it. And then yeah. there's like a two-hour, 40-minute movie around that, which is great, I thought. Yeah. I think what I really enjoyed about this, like the core drama itself, I like core drama, so it was very good. Uh, I thought Jimmy Stewart was great. Lee Remick, I posted also in the Slack it. I'm like, she's so gorgeous. Yes, like she's like, and she's amazing in it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, she and, plays the wife, the victim of the uh, well, not the victim of the murder, but the victim of the rape, the inciting crime. Yeah, and then I think there's a lot of like, uh, I don't know how to say it without spoil. There's like a lot of gray, not great, complicated situations that mm -hmm. are at play that when the movie ends, you're still thinking about those. And right. it's like, oof, like, what does it all mean? Like, you, okay, this <laughs> happened, but then life continues after this, right? So I thought it was interesting. Also, I wrote this in my letterbox review, which I never write reviews, but I wrote for this one. Uh, did you write it or did Benito write it? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't written his review. Uh, <laughs> um that it's just crazy that like this is 60 years ago and they're still asking this they're still asking people this, women the same questions right like what were you wearing were you enticing <laughs> the man were you drinking too much like you know it's just you would think a lot of it is like it's so dated but it's the same uh. Uh, so it's very depressing so while I was watching this and enjoying it I was also so angry and I'm like oh this is the same um, so yeah 
Oh. Yeah, this this felt really quite fresh for such an old movie, which I think some of the 50s movies definitely do that we have in the Slack, and then others uh, feel much older, even though they were made yeah. like in the same area. Uh, yeah, I have, I have one more plot thing, which, well, I guess it's, uh, I'll try to keep it spoiler free, but like this, I enjoyed that there's like a lot of moral ambiguity in the film, and it feels almost subversive to have like jimmy stewart in the leading role because i'm used to seeing him as like the this upstanding moral guy who fights for what's right and like from the beginning you know that he's not really fighting for what's right because this guy should go to prison then yeah so yeah much. i like that too uh i think there's a lot of that throughout the movie in various ways so that's a again i i think uh this is obviously during the code, right? I, I don't remember when that ended, but I think it was after the 50s, right? The yes. code? Yeah, I think it was after the 50s. Yeah, it ended in 1968. So, yeah. yeah. So, Although it, I think the last couple of years, they didn't really enforce anything anymore. Right. But, yeah. but this feels yeah. like Ooh. they're trying to get away with stuff. They really walked the line. So uh, what I was going to say is that it was banned in Chicago, Um when it came oh, out, really? <laughs> uh, the the Catholics in Chicago um, got it banned. Uh, Preminger, the director, uh, filed a motion in court to to get it overturned so it could be played there. Yeah, and um, Variety apparently said the film contains words never before heard in American films, such as contraceptive, sexual what? climax, and spermatogenesis. Oh my god! Don't forget panties. Yeah, and I was panties. gonna say that's also in my letterbox review, which is sorry. Now I guess I do want to talk about the plot, but the it, it is very interesting that like when you say Patrick, like he's helping someone who's obviously guilty, and he is. It is also very complicated because the other guy raped a woman, and it's barely. I mean, it is talked about as a, as a defense, but not as like. This is a horrible thing that happened to her. You know, it's like it is only on a way to get the man out. And yeah. which is interesting because there's also a scene and um, I don't think this is a spoiler. It's just a scene where they use the word panties and everyone laughs. And the, the judge says there is nothing funny about a pair of panties that are involved in the murder of a man and the possible incarceration of another and never mentions <laughs> the owner of the panties that was raped. You know, it's right. like, yeah, that part is hilarious. But the, uh, the men, yeah, want, yeah, it's all about the men. Think of the men. Yeah, so it's just really interesting. Anyway, sorry, go on, Jason. Yeah, so last things, just that George C. Scott is in this too. It's pretty cool. Um, and he? uh, he, he's one of the people you see later in the movie that comes in out of nowhere. He has a kind of a smaller role. Um, one of the other attorneys they bring in. Uh, from like out of town remember it was kind of a weird that guy yeah yeah Yeah. the expert yeah yes the the military expert psychiatrist no he's like an assistant state attorney oh okay 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 yeah and uh most importantly uh the whole score is uh by duke ellington and it's amazing uh jazz score so nice well, I think we all liked it a lot, right? Yeah. I also want to point out, I think you already mentioned last time, that the accused uh, soldier is played by Ben Gazzara. 
uh-huh. whose name I hadn't heard, but then I looked him up and he plays Jackie Treehorn on The Big yes. Lebowski, yes. <laughs> like some 40 years later, which uh-huh. is amazing. Yeah, he's in a <laughs> he's lot of John Cassavetti's movies and um, The Thomas Crown Affair, which I know Pa's mom loves. My mom loves <laughs> that movie, yes. <laughs> I don't think I've seen him in much else, but like I really liked him here. He like he he walks the line between like being very slimy but also sort of charismatic. Yeah, yeah he's great. Onward. Well, yeah, Onward. so we we decided that for next week we're going to do a different movie. And the movie we chose is... What? Not the same movie? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of murder in this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> the, the movie we chose is The Killing. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> so yes. much murder. No. <laughs> From murder to killing. Yes. Nice. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. It's like... It's not my last Kubrick blind spot. I have like a couple more. Uh, it's not even my last one in this bracket, I guess. But, yeah. I think I, I don't. I it might be my last. I don't know. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. It's a noir, right, Jace? Uh, yeah. Yes. And it's and it's super short. It's an hour and twenty four <laughs> minutes, so like, no excuse. Oh, yeah. Everyone should watch it. Yeah, it's like a noir heisty kind of thing. So yeah, nice. I like. That. I don't really get into the anatomy of this killing. <laughs> yeah, keep no, it short. Cor- yeah. Correct. Very superficial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, join join us and and watch along, please. Uh, yes, yes, please do. What, I I was glad to see that l- quite a few people reported in the Slacker channel that they were going to watch Anatomy of a Murder. So yeah, I think this paid off, and yeah, hopefully, once watch. the episode comes out, we can also get some discussion thread going. Yeah, I think yeah. Adrian, Jenny, yeah, people watched it. Great. All right, so let's get on to our other Slacked Duty, or the regular Slacked Duty section. Do your duty. Paula, you didn't do anything, except no. for watch the very long movie of the week, so I guess you're excused. Yes, I watched that one, and that's it. And I watched a lot of Love is Blind and stuff, so you know. Yeah, 50s stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I was very busy this week, so I, I busy with watching fifties movies. That is not busy with other things. So I watched two additional movies on top of uh, Anatomy of Murder. Oh, nerd! Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want you to remember this, like in a couple of weeks when I won't have watched anything. You know. Okay. <laughs> I did it all in the beginning. Um, yes, I. The first movie I watched was. Basically, just to avoid Alex slash Batman from burning this podcast down. And that is the only Max Opulz movie we have in the Slacket. The Earrings of Madame de... Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Which I can now confirm is not a comedy. Okay. (laughs) I would say. (laughs) It's it's a a, romance. It's a romance. It's a romance slash drama was like yes there are a few things in it which are funny like there's a basically this movie revolves around a pair of fancy earrings and it's like in around the year 1900s france where these women sells her earrings and then her husband and her lover and various people buy them and find them and sell them back and like 
the same pair of earrings gets bought like four times by the same guy. And mm -hmm. that's kind of funny. But then also <laughs> it's like very serious uh, romance and uh, who should she go with? And uh, so life wasted and what's going to happen when her husband finds out? And I don't know. I have to say I didn't super love it. <laughs> it was okay. My okay. attention drifted a little bit in parts. Maybe it's because you didn't get the funny part. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Pal watches that Will Ferrell movie and she's like, this is not a comedy. This is a, ho this is a horror movie. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I should have watched a version with like joke subtitles. Which. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I I apologize for leading everyone astray there. For some reason, I had it in my head that I should have really checked the, you know, very easily available Wikipedia genre list, but nah, nah. nah. Who has the time? So, yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's probably pretty good for what it is, but it's not my favorite kind of movie. I don't know. That's all right. And then I watched another one yesterday, and that is Akira Kurosawa's Throne of Blood, aka a Spiderweb Castle, as it's known in its original language and also oh, really? in German. Yeah, that's a cool and name. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Throne it's... of Blood sounds very dark and brutal, which mm -hmm. I guess it is because it's a Macbeth adaptation. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah, mm. basically, I did. I knew Kurosawa had made like a Macbeth film. I didn't know this was it until yeah, I started okay. watching it. And then I thought, hmm, this seems familiar. <laughs> uh -huh. But yeah, it's, pre I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward adaptation only in like samurai times. And of course, the names are all different. But the plot is very similar to the play. And I thought it was pretty good. It has the... Uh, Kurosawa regular uh, Toshiro Mifune as the yeah Macbeth basically a Washizu I think is his name in the movie and yeah he's great he has a very expressive face and I enjoyed it nice I watched this right after I watched the Cohen's Macbeth oh uh, nice no. <laughs> kind of and maybe that was a bad idea because my review is that I said the Macbeth allegory is so strong, it's distracting in some ways. Because it's like really like wink, wink, it's Macbeth, everyone. And you're like, I, okay, okay. Um, and I, I, I did say it is great if you love to watch uh, Mifune stumble around screaming, which he does a lot of in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is not a film I probably will watch. I don't think you should. Uh, I mean, yeah. and now you don't have to because it lost in the first round. Spoiler alert. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, um, Jason, I see you crossed yeah. off some of your few remaining blind spots. I did. I watched Cairo Station. Um, this was something that wasn't really on my radar at all before. Uh, it was suggested for the bracket. Um, so this is, let me, before I say what I'm about to say, I just want to check myself. I know it's an Egyptian film. Um, it's called The Iron Gate in Arabic. It's uh, directed by Youssef, I'm going to slaughter the last name, but Shaheen, something along those lines. Youssef Shaheen. I, I appreciated this more than I enjoyed watching it. It is pretty crazy. It's a 1958 movie, uh, kind of about a serial killer. Um, which is was kind of weird to me. I don't know if I've seen a lot of that. Uh, yeah, I thought it was definitely interestingly done and felt like it wasn't from the 50s. Um, but it's also 
very clearly from the 50s because the 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 <laughs> uh quality kind of of the film restoration feels like it's gone through a few restorations or something like it kind of feels so grainy in, in parts that it uh, feels like a shame a little bit but um yeah I, I might be completely wrong but that was just my sense as i watched it all right yeah i, I saw this hit netflix in germany like a while back and i yeah yeah that's I, where i, I watched it too yeah. it was noticeable because i thought well a movie on netflix which is older than 10 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly ever. <laughs> yeah I looked, it, i looked it up on just watch and it said netflix and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> I never so, go to Netflix anymore. <laughs> so do you recommend it? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I, you, you know me. I, I have like a, I'm, a, I'm a sometimes a bit pickier than others. So I, I gave it like a six out of 10. Um, I didn't hate it. I just, it didn't fully resonate with me um, as a story itself. Like kind of maybe just because I've seen similar stories or something. I, I don't know what it was, but uh, I think it's interesting. So Okay. Um, I also watched A Place in the Sun, which is another one that I didn't, and I had heard of for sure, uh, but didn't really know much about. Um, and a few people were very upset it wasn't already in the uh, consensus list when we released that. Uh, I have very similar feelings here. I thought the, actually, I thought the first three quarters to maybe even four fifths of this were pretty great. Felt like a Hitchcock movie. Um, but It, it's it's Montgomery Clift and Elizabeth Taylor, and they're both like incredibly magnetic. Um, so uh, I, I recommend watching this for sure if you like kind of like Hitchcock slash romance. Um, yeah. I, the, the ending okay. for me was super bizarre, but I'd love to hear other people tell me what they thought of it. Um, I, I would like to have a spoiler discussion of this movie. Let's put it that way. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. You picked my interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool, cool. Well, let's move up to round one results. Yay! So, um, Jason was so nice to compile statistics as usual. So, let's see. We have a participation in this round with 25 responses, which I don't know, not so bad considering oh. that, like, most people probably haven't seen half or more of these movies, me included. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe the outreach helped because we have definitely new people in the channel. So maybe those some some new people voted too. Yeah. Uh, nice. Of course, we have, as usual, like a lot of people don't like to vote on matches where they haven't seen one or two of the movies. So some of them had like lower participation than others. Such, I think the lowest one we have is was 12 votes. That is From Here to Eternity versus La Strada, which is actually... Two movies I also haven't seen. Which one won? Did we have it written down somewhere? Ah, uh, from here from to here eternity. From here to eternity. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was also our top seed in this match. And yeah, yeah. I, I think voted I for voted for La Strada, but maybe not. I didn't like La Strada. So. Okay. Patrick doesn't care if he's only seen one of the movies. Patrick doesn't care if he hasn't seen either of the movies. <laughs> if I haven't seen either of the movies, like I will probably vote for the one which I'm more interested in watching. Yeah. Fair. fair enough. La Strada is Fellini, right? Or it is. Am yeah. I getting my Italian mixed? No, that's right. Okay. And it's it's very similar to, what's the other one? Um, Night, Night of, of Cabiria. Cabiria. Yeah. Yeah. And it's his wife who stars in it. Uh, yeah, in yeah, I, I want to watch more Fellini movies, so... I guess I voted just based on that. <laughs> But, 
<laughs> All right. On the other side, we have our highest response count is 19 votes for both uh, White Christmas versus 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which went 11 to 8 to White Christmas, and uh, Ben-Hur versus The Hidden Fortress. And here I'm happy to report that the uh, bottom seat, the, the Hidden Fortress, was winning 12 to 7. Yeah, I, I was surprised with this one because I feel like at least probably more people have heard even heard of Ben-Hur than The Hidden Fortress, right? Probably, yeah. So I, I think, think when was, they saw Kurosawa, though, maybe. Yeah. I think people tend to not think Ben-Hur is great. So maybe they just were like, I've <laughs> yes. seen it. I know it. I don't think uh, it's good. And Kurosawa is respected or something. Uh, I don't know. I mean, even in the ECE, when we were rating and ranking and seeding, we were talking about whether Ben-Hur, whether anybody actually likes Ben-Hur. Seven people, apparently. At least, at <laughs> least like it more than the Hidden Fortress. I guess I was even inside the EC. I was like a defender of the movie, but also I didn't vote for it. So wow. the the Oscars like it because I always remember is the most nominated film along with Titanic. <laughs> yep, spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we have the what actually happened. We have the biggest blowout, um, which was a face in the crowd beat. Johnny Guitar, 13-1. that is. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was most people's response. Yeah. I think Johnny I think... Guitar is just the main character in a phase in the crowd, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You killed Jason. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, don't make him laugh too much. That, that's totally right, though. The, the main character is has a name like that, doesn't he? Uh, go on. But At I, least I'm gonna, his persona. I'm going to look this up. But that is... <laughs> Yes. Really, really funny. <laughs> oh my god! Go on, go on, please. Then, right. witness for the prosecution beat night and the night and the city. So that sounds like sex and the city. <laughs> uh, Fifteen two. I don't know it's, what night and the city is. Nobody, kno- <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody sex. You know? Yes. <laughs> this is <laughs> one of my blind spots, and I, I, I had never heard of it at all. Uh, but several <laughs> people were campaigning for it in the. At large, so it wow. made it in like the last round. So I got two votes. Witness for the prosecution, since it was a film club, it got um, it was fifteen votes, and then yeah, I think this is one of the ones I mentioned. I think of as a pro- probably yeah. dark horse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, uh, it's a film club pick, and it was like a film club pick that everybody liked pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah unlike the like those so often. <laughs> Unlike Tokyo Tribe or other things we've had. In my house, everybody loved Tokyo Tribe. Rave reviews. Fair enough. Were you alone? No, my girlfriend likes it too, allegedly. Um, And then the other blood was Touch of Evil over Bad Day at Black Rock, 14 to 2. This is just a marketing problem. People know Touch of Evil because of that really amazing one shot uh, and Orson Welles' involvement. No, I, I think Touch of Evil is great. I, I don't know. It's kind of half joking. But Bad Day at Black Rock, I think, suffers from the who, what is that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't probably. think I voted in this round. But maybe but, I did. I don't know. It's a Spencer Tracy movie, and it's it's great. It's a Western, modern Western mm, uh, noir. Lost me that Western. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know that you'd like it, but it has I like it. nothing to do with no. The other one is Picnic at Hanging Rock or something. No. 
Oh, no. that sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> I think you've not nailed it. Alex can tell me all about it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's Lonesome Roads is the name of the guy in <laughs> right. Face of the Crowd, which is my last name, so I shouldn't remember that. But I, yeah, uh, but it but seems like Lonesome Roads. Johnny Road. Guitar, yeah, could have totally been his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Uh, um, oh, all right. What are our closest matches? Uh, well, closest matches we have Night of the Hunter versus Sleeping Beauty, which was a tie. It was a 10-10 tie. And then it went to an easy tiebreaker. And it was a mess because no one was responding. Then we couldn't <laughs> find Heather. And then people were like, I don't care who wins. And people voted. And at the end, a Night of the Hunter won. Um, Heather didn't get to vote. But then once she said she would have voted for Night of the Hunter. So it, was, it worked out. Yes. Um, and, and nobody actually cared, but we still <laughs> had a lot of drama. Yeah, I yeah. don't really love either of these movies. So, I mean, I think they're both interesting for various reasons. But uh, I, I recommended to the folks in that channel, I, I would say to all of you, watch like the first 20 minutes of The Night of the Hunter to see the performance that uh, Robert Mitchum gives as this guy and the Radio Rahim Spike Lee uh, Do the Right Thing reference. That okay. They built that off of, and then you can just turn it off and read the Wikipedia entry. <laughs> um, I, ha I haven't point. seen it, um, but I've seen Sleeping Beauty. I really like the music of Sleeping Beauty, and I like the three fairy godmothers. Right? Yeah. Yep. I like. I like. Them. No, Although that's Cinderella. <laughs> no, 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 Cinderella. Cinder ha has one, and Sleeping Beauty has three. Yes, okay. Cinderella, and Cinderella has a mice and stuff. <laughs> we need more fairy godmothers. Yeah, okay. Yes. Fine. I'm sorry to to doubt your <laughs> Sleeping Beauty knowledge. I didn't mean to do that. I just <laughs> didn't realize there were. I forgot there were two Disney movies from that same era that were fairy godmother based. But, <laughs> but yeah, also I don't love that. You know, she's asleep the whole time, so not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The best way to put a woman in the movie is just make her sleep the whole time. <laughs> Can't talk if you're sleeping. That was what they said back then. Um, I'll, let me just say a few. I'll, I didn't get to put them in there. Um, just the, the day the earth stood still and Throne of Blood were very close. Uh, 10 to 8 with the day the earth stood still, just barely winning. Um, World of Apu narrowly beat the Ten Commandments. I, I am going to say, I think we're going to lose all three Apu trilogy. Um, I think... If they weren't split, they would get potentially more uh, votes. Obviously, I mean that's that's kind of obvious, I guess. But I'm just saying, like, if people thought of them as one thing, they would think of it as a as a more prominent thing. But because it's split over three, each one's like, eh, I don't know what that one is, which one that is. Um, yeah. And so I think we're gonna lose all of them in the early rounds. But uh, that's I don't that's know. Maybe I, th I think the first one is also the one that most people have seen, probably. So. That might have a chance, but also yeah, we'll get to it in like the exciting matchups because that's one for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good. Right. I was trying to think that, and I remembered it. So I don't think that's from the Apu trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's so, what the fairy godmother thing. Next, we have to talk about our side bet from the last episode, where we were predicting in how many of these. 32 matches the lower seed would win against the higher seed and there we said uh well jason said it would be in four matches Paul said it would be in six and i said it would be in seven and according to our official tally 
It was six, so Pau wins. Woo! <laughs> uh, and I think yeah. we did a good job then at yeah. seeding, right? Yeah, probably. It's pretty yeah. low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good job. Good job, us. If, if Heather had been there and had voted differently, then, uh, yeah, it could have been seven movies. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So really, I should have voted other the other way. But, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway... Are you upset about any movies that are already out after this first round? Anything you want to like praise one last time? Yeah, like the airings of Madame. You said you didn't love it, but I liked it. And yeah, sad it's gone. And then Aparjito, which we just talked about. Um, I'm also sad that it's gone. Yeah, for me, it's um, The African Queen, which had a really close match against To Catch a Thief and lost by one vote. I think they're both pretty good. But like I like the African Queen a little bit more, so I'm sad. And also, since I watched it yesterday, Throne of Blood, as Jason already said, a close match. And yeah, I I can't speak to that one because I haven't seen the original Daisy Ousted still. But Throne of Blood was pretty good. Yeah, I put a few. Although I looked through and was like, "Mm, I'm pretty happy with all of these results. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do amazing in the predictions but um which we'll get to in a minute but i i was pretty happy with P- the vote the results that that did end up um i just wanted to call out that sweet smell of success kind of beat rio bravo by a lot 13 to 5 and that really surprised me uh, i thought people would be more on the rio bravo train if nothing else and just because of all of its film spotting support but um yeah. i thought that would like branch out to other like publications and the people would have heard about it and been like that that's like one of the classics or something <laughs> yeah i guess we should say last week we were pretty hard on many of the western movies in the slacket but i guess so are the voters because yeah most of them are out so yes. the searchers lost rio bravo lost uh i don't know what Shane else lost, to yuna chain yeah all the yeah. movies we All told the, people we have a lot of power for yeah <laughs> for once they listen when nobody's us. seen the movies <laughs> they're just like ah, do whatever they say <laughs> now they're gonna do the exactly the opposite so just just so you know um so yeah i said bad day at black rock Aparajito, i think might be my favorite of the three apu trilogies although it's very hard for me to pick which and one is it is it the second or the, sec- the second okay. one yeah yeah it's the only one that i don't think i don't even know if it has it must, but I don't know what the English, like the first one's like Pather Banchali, which I think is like something about the road in English. And the third one is just usually called the world of a poo. Right. Even though it also has an Indian title, but huh. uh, a I've only ever known as a or maybe I hope I'm saying that right. But. And I said the blob, I think the blob is so fun. Uh, <laughs> it has this crazy, I'm going to play it in the, in the audio, but it has this really, hilarious theme song that does not match the tone of a horror movie or or a thriller movie at all. It's, (laughs) it's like this fifties, like kind of like our theme song now Uh, here. Beware of the blah, bit doops, doop, bit doop, bit doop, bit doop, bit doop, bit doop. And uh, I would played it for my kids, and they were, they've sing, they keep singing it to me all the time. Like they, they remember it all the time. So it's, uh, I, I recommend it. It's short. It's fun. It's just like kind of a weird little hor- like horror quote unquote movie. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, this was actually one of my misses on the predictions. I thought it would win just because it seems to have like cult status. Whereas yeah. in a lonely place I have never heard of. 
but uh, that's talked about a lot in the like the slate podcast circuit. Yeah, slate loves yeah. it. And a few Dana others, Stevens so. loves that movie, the book, everything. Yeah, so ah, I don't have time uh, to listen to podcasts. Humphrey Bogart one, just with, our uh, podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, let's get into the predictions. Ding, 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 ding. Um, okay, let's talk. Last place. Um, <laughs> the last place is hilariously tight. The, the bracket is hilariously tight. How many titled. predictions do we have? But... Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, 25, I will tell 20 you, I thought you, 20, I think 20 exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great. 20, yeah. Okay, so last place has 20 points. And the 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 bracket is is called I've studied film history. I should do better than this. So yes, yes, you should, Jorgen. <laughs> uh, so pr- pretty funny. He's too title. close to the topic. Impossible yeah. to do worse right, <laughs> uh, so far. Yeah. Although we should say there's only seven points difference between last place and first place. Yes. So as we know, the first round. Actually, no. He has. Uh, I think you. Went into the wrong column. He has fifteen points. And, oh, 15, yeah, Sorry. So it's twelve and I, points different. Su- supposedly, I fixed this, so I did it's, not fix it's it. It's a very well. confusing UX. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, fifteen points. Okay. Yes, you're very bad. Um, then we skip a bunch of people, and then we have uh, four people that have twenty-five points. So let's say all of these four people are in third place. And that is Jason and Patrick. (laughs) And Zach, Papa, and Alex. Yes. You have to read the prediction title. Yes. So Jason's bracket, you're going to have to talk about it because it's called Soft Hearted Old Ladies and Oxygen Destroyers. So please explain yourself. Pretty self explanatory. (laughs) 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 Just kidding. Uh, It's a quote from. 12 Angry Men mashed up with the one of the main plot points of Godzilla, which are in wow. the final form. <laughs> I was seeing if there was some kind of uh, acronym going on there. Yeah. No, it's a it's a terrible name. I, I just Shol- I couldn't decide Sholod. one or the other. So, uh, <laughs> um, then, Patrick, yours is a face in the crowd. <laughs> Pretty good. Correct. Pretty great. Uh, and then we have Zach uh, Papas which is Zach on a hot tin roof. There, um, there yes. are just as many Zachs on hot tin roofs in that movie <laughs> as there are cats on hot tin roofs. So I think it's great. Uh, and then Dial B for Blue Boyd, <laughs> which is also a pretty good name. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> all of us four have uh, 12 Angry Men winning. <laughs> nice. And it's correct, 25 points, right? I didn't mess yeah. that one up. Yeah, it's correct. Okay. Then we have four people with 26 points, basically four people in second place, which is Brian with, do I have to sing it? I think so. Do you know? Yeah, you know what it is, right? Men, 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 angry men, 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 angry men. Oh, I did a different one, but now it left my head after you sang that. Oh, I thought it was like men from two and a half men. Oh, I I did not. What but did you think it was? I it, it's been ejected from my brain because <laughs> you sang something. Uh, well, Brian will need to tell us what it is. That's just what came to my mind, but I'm probably wrong. I don't know if Brian watches Twelve 
12 Angry Men. Uh, two and a half men. So. <laughs> <laughs> But one of them is very angry, at least. Um, then we have 12 Angry Polly's. <laughs> And then we have uh, Gretchen with you're out of order we're all out of order <laughs> what the hell is this <laughs> yeah so as jason posts in the notes is this a reference uh from the 1979 pacino film and justice for all yes <laughs> uh, it's, it's a courtroom film they're all the same okay okay <laughs> okay uh and then she just so has her decades out of order <laughs> And then surprisingly, we have uh, also with 26 points in for in second place, no coins flipped, all mistakes are my own, which is King Awesome, aka other other Paul. Woo! Look at that. You make your own yeah. mistakes and you rise to the top. He's yeah. also currently the only person in the top 10 who does not have 12 angry men winning. So what does he have winning? Real window. And then oh. Sunset Boulevard in second place, and only then 12 Angry Men. Oh no, he's gonna lose. Yes, so <laughs> <laughs> he's staying true to his uh, principles. And then in first place, it's me. It really is suspicious, right? Like, Cheating. There, there's definitely something going on. I'm just really good at all. Patrick, no, Paul, what's almost like Paul and Pow. Won the most, right? The yeah. two, two yes. of the, yes, Paul, so Well, it, Paul has won two more times than me, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, so far everyone's very close together. And I guess we don't have this, uh, our sidewalk chalk prediction this time around. But if oh. we had, it would also be in second place with 26 correct guesses. Oh, how'd you, how did you figure that out? Because only six movies had the lower seat. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Also, yeah, I forgot yeah, that we forgot to will, do that. I will not do this calculation <laughs> in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, my my bracket is called Mrs. Bradley. Does anybody know why? Uh, Boo Radley? No. That's a different movie, different decade. I don't know. I it's, don't know. It's because of Joe Bradley, who is Gregory Peck in Roman Holiday. Hey, Gregory Peck. I wasn't so far off. <laughs> yeah. So I went through the list and I was like, who could it be? I was almost Mrs. Dean. But then I'm like, there's a Dean in the Slack and they're going to think I'm choosing that Dean. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so didn't go with James Dean. Um, okay. So next round. Yes. Next round, we have uh, another 32 matches, but this time our yeah first seats the top seats are entering the game and yeah we have some exciting matches coming up because we have so many i don't think we're going to preview all of them but i see paula you wrote down a lot of them so what are you excited for yeah i saw there's a really there's a lot of really good ones i i, I put invasion invasion of the body snatchers versus a face in the crowd because i really like both these movies so i think it's a it's a tough one for me to vote um and then what I call the murder matchup. We have Dial M for murder versus Anatomy of a Murder. Uh, <laughs> the killing isn't even involved in the murder matchup. Yes. <laughs> I think this one's going to be interesting too because I think, yeah, both are really good. Um, and then Sunset Boulevard versus, well, Rosos and Bullers. 
Sunset Boulevard <laughs> versus In a Lonely Place because um, I think probably Sunset Boulevard is like as probably is more well known as you had said you don't know In a Lonely Place, but I like In a Lonely Place more. So oh really? Yeah. So yeah, I'm interesting to see how huh. that one goes. A Sunset Boulevard is one of those like classics which I really like. So I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, I also haven't seen it in a long time. So. I don't know if I would. Maybe I like it more. Yeah. But, yeah. And also, uh, the one you mentioned first, Invasion of the Body Snatchers versus A Face in the Crowd, that'll be interesting because we have, uh, obviously, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers as a higher seat, but I guess A Face in the Crowd had a really good first round. So maybe maybe it'll be an upset. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. For me, uh, the one match which, or like one match which will be interesting is uh, Pader Panchali versus Witness for the Prosecution. Because, yeah, as we said, Witness for the Prosecution has uh, like good slack, it, uh, slack film club support. But also, I think Pader Panchali was also like on film club, maybe the previous iteration, not the current one. But I remember watching it like with everybody for some reason. And then the other one is interesting is the uh, two Japanese movies going up against each other. That's Godzilla versus Tokyo Story. They're uh, almost the same movie. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Same level of action. Same... <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm just happy that Tokyo Story won against Shane. So I'll vote, yes. vote for it again, but I don't think it has a good shot against Godzilla. Yeah, and also uh, Godzilla is also great. So you know, no shade on anyone who watches who votes for that. Yeah, I, I think those are all good picks. I, I just wanted to call out um, some pr correct myself from before. Pater Panjali is Song of the Little Road. Um, Aparajito is the Unvanquished, and mm. the World of Apu does have uh, a Bengali title, which is Apur Sansar. Um, so interesting that they. Two of them are more typically known by the Bengali title, and one is typically more known as the English, at least in my Yeah, experience. no. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so Slack at Duty Intentions. Uh, what are you going to watch? What are you guys going to watch? I mean, there's still so much on the list that I haven't seen. And, of course, first of all, we're going to watch The Killing for the next episode as the official movie. And then, like, if I find the time... I don't even know. I'm, I think I'll just look through what's available and pick something. But I definitely am interested in seeing Funny Face or Touch of Evil. So maybe one of those. Nice. I really like Funny Face. Yeah. Although you just did a romance that didn't work out for you based on her. This one really <laughs> is a comedy kind yeah, of. Yeah, this one okay. is a rom-com. This is yeah. definitely okay. a rom-com. Yeah. I mean... I wouldn't even say that I don't like all romances. I, I like some romances, but yeah. 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 Not you this one. You really liked Wimbledon when you watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Everybody's in it. Uh, what about you, Jason? Um, I only have a few blind spots that are still in the tournament. I still have more, but they were all knocked out. Um, so uh, I had started Gun Crazy, which is not still in the tournament anymore. I might I might finish that, although what's the point now? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, and I have An Affair to Remember and Marty, uh, which are both still in it. 
uh, I assume yeah. not for super long, but maybe one more round each. And then the a Christmas Carol that Paul loves that's called Scrooge too. That I don't have any real connection to at all. But we should watch that in Christmas, though. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So I, I'll probably save it for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I besides the killing, I, 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 I want to prioritize Godzilla. Um, because yeah, I I feel like everyone really likes it. So, um, yeah, I want to watch that one. And can then, I just can I just say here? Yes. Um, on the podcast. Um. So, I own the Criterion disc of Anatomy from of Murder. Um, I spent time putting it on my Plex server that oh. I sometimes <laughs> allow people to use. So I have physical disc in the basement and a digital. Easily easy to watch from any TV in our house, and I was coming back from a soccer game, and Pal said, "I'm watching Anatomy of a Murder," and I was like, "You're watching it on Plex, right?" And she said, "Oh no, I rented it." <laughs> <laughs> so I just want you to know, I also own Godzilla on Criterion. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so please watch that copy. Okay, yeah, no, no, just... you can probably find it on YouTube in like a VHS rip, you know. Yeah, it's but you just... don't have to. I have. <laughs> It's funny because like a week, a few weeks ago, I asked Jason like, "Is can you maybe make a tag on Letterbox of the films that we own on quite or you know physically and our own Plex or something?" Because every time I I want to choose what to watch, I just go to Letterbox and see where they're available. So I never even think about what we have. <laughs> <laughs> it's just either either your collection needs to be on Just Watch. Okay. Yeah. Or. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send an email and see what I can do. <laughs> or a tag. That would be great. But yes. Okay, Godzilla. That's, and then that's like the one thing of all my various media collections where where I don't have a good overview over what I actually own. Like my films. <laughs> I don't have so many, so I mostly remember but a few times I've stood before movies in like stores and thought, hmm, do I have this already? Not sure. I used to know what I had in in my when I lived alone because it wasn't that many things, and then I knew. But then, when I started dating Jason, and every time there's a sale in Criterion, he buys like twenty films. Like I have no <laughs> idea what we have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would I would forgive you if you looked on Plex and it wasn't there, and then I was like, oh, I have that downstairs, but oh well, you, you didn't know. But if it's yeah, on no. Plex, that's a pretty quick search. But hey, hey, it's okay. I didn't even look. <laughs> didn't even think about it. <laughs> Just rented it on Amazon on your account. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's basically free. Yes. Oh. Um, okay, and then yeah, the the link. I I want I want I intended to watch that one last week. I didn't. Hopefully, I'll get to it this week. I also own this. <laughs> I own most of the 50s movies, to be honest. So, yeah. Good to know. All right. Final voting recommendations. Um, so one, mine is one you just mentioned, which is Funny Face. Um, uh, it's going against Peter Pan. And I just re-watched Peter Pan for the animation uh, bracket. And then I watched Funny Face recently as well. So I have them both fresh in my mind. And, you know, Audrey Hepburn is just amazing. And it's funny and it's sweet and Peter Pan is problematic. So, vote for <laughs> Funny Face. <laughs> okay, I will do it. My recommendation <laughs> is uh, the Billy Wilder Prison of War comedy slash drama Stalag 17. 
Yeah. Which is, yeah, I mean, grim subject matter, but actually very entertaining. Yeah. But not yeah. super silly. So, like, a good mix of genres. I liked it. It's very and good. spy. Spy, too. It has yes. some spy elements, yes. What's that going up against? <laughs> it's got know? it all. Do you know what it's um, up against? Sorry, I didn't hear it. Um, <laughs> you just I, something. <laughs> it's going up against a streetcar named Desire. So, Ooh. like, it doesn't have a <laughs> good shot. I don't know. I, I haven't seen that. But I feel it's probably overrated. It, I don't like movie, the name. That movie has a lot to a lot in common with the way you say uh, "sharks" prediction title. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! We didn't do it this episode. Where, where is shark in our prediction rating? Just out of, just below oh, yeah. where the. Yep, yep. Just one point below you and me. Yeah. Shark and squirrel are tied, I believe. Oh, right. <laughs> squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Uh, okay cool i I will recommend the wages of fear now it's going up against rebel without a cause and i can't fault anyone for choosing it because it's classic and it has james dean in it and he's like a classic 50s icon um and it's it's a good movie so that being said the wages of fear is probably i don't know i don't i i really have no idea what movies people have seen or heard of but uh i Get the feeling maybe it's less seen for sure, potentially not heard of. Patrick, had you heard of this one? It was my voting oh, yes. last week. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> because it's the the the, the really slow the really the, slow speed. The yes. remake also puts some Sorcerer. put some um, publicity on it too, right? Yes. Like people know about it somewhat there. Good. Okay. Yeah. I, I just think it's fantastic. So yeah, I I, yeah, I, I double up on Patrick's recommendation from last week and say, even though it's up against a big classic, uh, at least find some time to watch it. Yeah. I would also still recommend it. And I have even seen Rebel Without a Cause, which is fine, but not as good as The Way to Yes. Agreed. Mm, sounds good. Good. And with that, I guess we can close this episode. It's running long anyway. And yeah, we'll see you all back in a week with our movie of the week, The Killing by Stanley Bye-bye. Bye. The blob it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor Right through the door and all around the wall A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob Beware of the blob it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor Right through the door and all around the wall A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob Beware of the blob it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor I have a quick question about Alex. Do you think maybe he's Batman? <laughs> I think that is a reasonable assumption. Yeah, for sure. We haven't seen him. We can hear his voice. Although we do know Batman says I'm Batman. But <laughs> yes. I'm just, it's maybe he's a superhero. 
Yeah, that would explain why he never has time to join us on the podcast. You know? Yeah, and why he pretends to hate superhero movies because he's <laughs> like, that's not how it is in real life. <laughs> oh, boy. 